0: Hello, and welcome to the Future Proof Podcast. This is our monthly podcast where we chat about stuff we've been working on and anything cool we're planning. I'm Melissa Avery-Weir.
1: And I'm Gregory Avery-Weir. And uh, this is this is a, a historical time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is. It's, uh, I have to say I'm both uh, sick of the phrase unprecedented times Uh, And yet, I find myself saying it. So, in the last, certainly in the last month, uh, really within the last three weeks, the United States has really started to reckon with uh, some of its (laughs) racial issues. um, Some of the, the violence perpetually committed on black folks. And it's, you know, from my perspective as a black person living in America it's disingenuous to say it started three weeks ago or that it Mm -hmm. started with a particular murder um it's also kind of hand wavy to say it started 400 years ago like there's this like there's there's something very abstract about 400 years ago um so i don't know when to say when it started but i will say we took to the streets (laughs) in the last uh two to three weeks this time right um Yeah, it's, uh, we live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and, uh, this has been an interesting area, um, there have been protests nightly, daily, there was a particularly notably violent incident from the police on June 1st, where, um, there were, uh, cops basically decided to I don't know, there a, was a term for a kettling or something. It basically, yeah. they, they cornered and hemmed in a bunch of protesters with, with pretty much no way to escape uh, and then attacked them in the streets. And so uh, it's hard to give an order to disperse and then proceed to trap the people you're asking to disperse. Um so this has been a, it's been an interesting time here like um a lot of folks are learning a lot about what our city council can do um and sort of where the power lies with regards to defunding the police um I think um folks are folks are seeing that Charlotte as a community can keep standing up and that you know we won't accept platitudes like they did a painting on a street downtown uh it is a gorgeous painting It's every letter of Black Lives Matter done by a different artist, but that ain't it, right? Like, that's not the solution, and that doesn't put a stop to things. Like, you have to actually make change happen. So it's been good being in Charlotte in the sense that it feels like there's a sense of community here. There's independent press that have really stepped up. Um, It was an independent newspaper that recorded the police attack on June 1st that brought it to state and national level news, So it's been tense, like me living here, like wanting to protest, uh, doing a certain amount of it, but also like coronavirus is still happening and North Carolina is not a good state right now. It reopened too early. Cases are still on the rise. So I'm trying to find a multitude of ways to support things that are local as well as broader level stuff.
1: Yeah, and I've been really inspired by how disciplined and organized and um, principled so many of the of the protesters and the other people working for justice have been like we're seeing just real real great dedication and focus in response you know like in the face of this militarized abusive police situation and we're seeing like, people setting up autonomous communes to, to hold space for the community against the cops and, you know, people organizing enormous blockages of, of highways in a way that's, that's impressively safe and disciplined for just like, you know, a bunch of randos getting together to, to protest a thing.
0: I I feel like I'm, I'm furious at the need for this and I'm, like super proud of people that are doing the right thing. And I'm, I'm surprisingly hopeful given what I'm learning about politics and what I'm seeing from people that we can make some change. Yeah. So sort of to, to bring it to game dev a little more specifically, it's been interesting seeing who is involving themselves in saying something about what's going on like there's all sorts of like like i don't care what like ea says right like these massive massive companies that continue to allow rampant racism particularly in their online games or even just in their game design hell they can black screen with white text all they want and that doesn't mean a whole lot but it is it is it surprises me and yet doesn't i guess when uh, a company like Valve, right, like Steam, I think of as not a not an indie company by any means, but like a place where indies sell stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. a place that is accessible to indies, which, are, which feel more like real people than <laughs> EA, not say anything. Like, not...
1: Yeah, we haven't even received like a private email... Mm-hmm. checking in from nope. Valve
0: nothing uh, not one you know no discount uh, everyone knows that there's an event coming up soon-ish on Steam and not a single word about that in any kind of way that's relevant to the to the times uh, so whatever times that Steam and Valve are living in it is not these unprecedented ones yeah they're kind of business as usual yeah which is uh it's gross and i don't know you know i capitalism is always going to be a terrible thing but it really turns my stomach to think that like this space this platform the amount of money that they make that as far as anyone is aware that money is still going right into their pockets. Especially when they are surrounded by examples of their peers doing better.
1: So yeah, as as future proof games, we have like complicated feelings about continuing to work with Steam, We're we're almost certainly gonna because that's important to our survival. Um, But we're looking for ways to kind of offset that and to to act in ways that uphold the fact that, you know, we think black lives matter. We think black trans lives matter where, Mm -hmm. where especially people with the intersection of queerness and, and blackness and, and other people of color, um, and especially transgender people of color, um, uh, disproportionately by wild numbers, um, are suffer violence at the hands of the police and at the hands of, of other people. Um, and a storefront that is doing awesome things is Itchio, itch.io. Um, they hopefully you have heard about this already, but um, <laughs> when this episode comes out, will the sale will be just ending? But they had a a bundle for racial justice and equality, which um, includes. I mean, it is I would say the best video game deal ever, yeah. and probably. that ever will occur yeah um hundreds of people participating thousands of games uh, hundreds
0: of hundreds of of creators participating
1: yeah hundreds hundreds of developers um over a thousand games um and it has raised it's looking like it's going to be raising around seven million dollars for the naacp legal fund and the community bail fund um and that's great that's, it's, it's we Yeah, our our game Rosette Diceless is is in the bundle. And just the fact, like, we didn't really have to do much, right? All we had to do is be like, hey, here's this this thing that we can contribute to this collective action. Um, but just knowing that we did even that little thing to contribute to it is so great. Because on our own, like, Future Proof Games is not, just does not have... Enough money flowing through it to do anything even close to that. Like, <laughs> I wish. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the fact that we can that we can be part of that is is just amazing, and I'm I'm so proud. Yeah. Um, and then we've got we're currently in a bundle um, at Drive Through RPG that also contains Rosette Diceless um, that should be ongoing. Um,
0: yeah, it should have the, several more days on it when this comes out.
1: Yeah. And so we'll, we'll link to that in the show notes. Um, where if you want an opportunity to get a bunch of cool tabletop games and have all the, the proceeds go to, to good causes, um, you can do that.
0: Yep. So yeah, that's been a, it's been a heavy, heavy few weeks. So yeah, I hope anyone who's listening, everyone who's listening is, uh, finding their own way in these times, regardless of, you know, I know that's difficult on a variety of of axes, but yeah.
1: Yeah, One thing that, that has been kind of comforting, uh, separate from the good that we're helping to do, is that because it's in the bundle, Rosette Diceless has gotten a whole bunch more people um, downloading it and looking at it and getting more attention.
0: Yeah, it's kind of awesome. We got... We've got a couple reviews um, through itch and a couple of ratings and a lot of downloads, of course, from folks that have purchased the bundle. And so as we are working on our second anniversary update, the second anniversary of Rosette Diceless release is the end of July. And so uh, we've talked a few months ago about kind of what we're doing there, but it's a compilation of uh, the existing supplemental material Uh, several new articles, uh, new traits in the game, uh, new resources in the game, Uh, sort of like, you know, taking our lessons learned, as well as some new kind of creative ideas we've come up with, and packaging those up into kind of a standalone book. That's, it's going to be, you know, it's not going to be anything big, but it will be its own sort of um, thing you can have at the table as you play.
1: Yeah, just stuff we've learned from our home game, kind of like advice from people who've actually been playing this for two years to mm-hmm. help enhance your experience
0: yeah um so that's exciting and we don't know what you know we're targeting end of july things have gone so differently in 2020 than even we expected so you know we'll see what the timeline looks like as we get closer um, but you've been working on one piece in particular lately right greg
1: yeah, yeah. The the stuff that I've most recently been working on is notes on, hey, what? How do you handle it when you want your character to have something where it's like I don't need to worry about this problem? So like we have we have traits that you can take that make it so that you don't need to breathe. We have options where where it, stuff about a character would imply that they could just like shrug off an attack, shrug off a, an action that tried to stop them from achieving their goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm writing guidance on like what does that mean? How do you maintain this dramatic back and forth in the story, and still like respect that character choice. And the answer is that you kind of you tailor the challenges so that a person is is challenged in a different way, if they otherwise would would be facing an obstacle that they just shrug off because you know, it's more interesting to have people actually have to, to overcome an obstacle rather than just sort of like, ignore it. Right. So yeah, yep. that that sort of guidance is, is what we're looking to to pass on to people.
0: Yeah. Um, so I think we have most of what we want in it all planned out. Um, sort of in the sense of like what the table of contents will be roughly. Mm-hmm. And it's, like I said, it's going to be fully packaged. It's going to be art. It's going to be cover art. You know, it's, it's going to be a thing you can buy. So it won't be very expensive, though. So our last bit of news is... Uh, Again, just it just feels so weird, Greg. Like the calendar is not mm-hmm. working right. So it's it's <laughs> our final bit of news is about uh, the Majesty of Colors.
1: Yeah, so we got our Majesty of Colors second anniversary update out, and we were we were talking, <laughs> we were sprint planning, um, you know, planning our our work for the upcoming week, and the realization that like, oh, since we had planned last we had released a game just hit yeah. us because everything has poured together these days but yeah the um we did a big update for the majesty of colors um the the remastered edition if you already own it then you've either got an auto-updated version or you'd, you'd want to hit up um, where you downloaded it from and, and get the new version um it's not a huge addition. it's some bug fixes, some enhancements, a few extra things you can do. Um, one new achievement on platforms that have achievements. Oh yeah,
0: right. and
1: um, it's we're proud to have to have done that and to have <laughs> put a little bit of a little bit of polish on it and supported it. And um, that'll probably be the last big change we do. I think that that we're likely only to make like compatibility fixes from now on. Um, yeah. But it was cool to kind of set it off uh, by taking care of the stuff we wanted.
0: Yeah, we've, um, the the only sort of thing we have left in our, our docket for a potential down the road sort of thing would be translation work. But, you know, there's also sort of a financial aspect there of how much money will the game make, has the game made, etc, cetera, et cetera. So
1: Yeah, because we want to pay our translators, and so we need to make sure we make sure that that's the money that can come from somewhere.
0: Right. Right. So yeah, that's, <laughs> this is just, it just feels really w- weird to be doing something as normal as recording a podcast right now. So yeah. sorry about how weird this probably sounds. <laughs> uh,
1: no, it's, I mean, I think that it's, important to recognize that the reason that we're fighting for justice is so that we can live in this world right so that yeah. it doesn't have to be a constant struggle yeah and so like we can change our normal yep. to incorporate justice and incorporate like actual genuine flourishing of queer folks and people of color um, yep. and that means that we will be doing normal stuff we want to yeah. change that paradigm we don't just want to like fight in the streets for a month and then go back to just the way things were.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And so to help with that in our show notes, we're going to have a list of charities that we're aware of that if you are financially able to, it'd be good to help support. And that's, you know, a mixture of black lives matter, related things, black trans lives matter, um, a couple of COVID organizations that I think are, are helpful for, Relief funds for different folks, um, so check the show notes for those. And you can find all of our stuff at futureproofgames.com. We're over on Twitter as Play Futureproof and on YouTube as Futureproof Games. We're not going to mention Facebook anymore because it's Facebook and we don't like them very much. So watch our videos over on YouTube. You can hit us up with questions or comments over on our blog or social media and our theme music is Juparo by Brooke for Free, which is used with permission. Mm-hmm.